with us! And Odin is with us indeed. Thanks for joining for Assassin's Cast episode 46 already. Uh, joined today is... Oh, oh, Joyce. Hey, there you are. Hi. Uh, <laughs> How are you? Good, good, good. Good to see you. Yeah, um, so let's get it out of the way in front of the show. Jordan, he messaged me. He was like, I really need to focus on my legit work. Of course, he just joins me on this podcast every week to talk about this as Creed. But he also has like a way more important job to care about. And uh, someone left at his job. So he is like uh, really focused on that right now. So I said, totally take the time you need. He will be gone for like a few weeks. I don't know when he will be back. Um, so we will miss the I want more gear in Valhalla takes for a couple of weeks. No kidding, of course. But yeah, we will totally miss him. But he will be back at some point. And I will keep you posted. But I mean, that's a great... Like, w why not bring in more people from the Joraptor team then? Because Joyce, you of course already... Is your third appearance? I think my third, yeah. Yeah, on the Joraptor, on the, the SS cast here. For people who are like listening for the first time or whatever, who are you? What do you do for the channel? And what is your like, uh, yeah, background with Valhalla and Assassin's Creed? So uh, my name is Joyce. I'm uh, one of the video editors for the Euraptor channel. Uh, I've been here with you for well, we're gonna count again. I think I've oh, been damn. with you for, like three, three years. Yeah, longer. Discovery years. Tour 2018 released in yeah. February. Or like Discovery Tour for Origins released in February 2018. And that was your first video. Right? Yes. Cool. Can't believe it's been that long already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And um, so my background with Assassin's Creed with the series is actually... Uh, I haven't played since uh, 2. Uh, so yeah, I'm, that's also my favorite from like the classic series. Uh, like a long time ago. And I got the game from a friend. Just borrowing it to see... Hmm is it worth to play? And then I started playing. I was like, okay, this is awesome. And then I started to play all the series like or all, or all the games ever since. Except I haven't finished Rogue yet. I still need to do that one. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but with uh, Valhalla, yeah. I mean, I have 200, uh, over 200 hours now in that game. <laughs> Damn. It, it's amazing. Yeah, you've probably got more. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little... Uh, yeah, I'm over that. But I'm close, though. Like 215 uh that that's my my score but my ps5 says or no no my ps5 actually says less because i started on xbox and then went to playstation it's but, even uh, more i mean i start okay so fair i also started on ps4 so it might be it might be longer for me as well um but yeah i'm also a photo mode enthusiast so you might see some pictures of me uh being dropped on twitter <laughs> also in and instagram like you you do all the weekly resets um photos we of course do on instagram and stuff like that that is right and if people watch videos you also might uh recognize my voice from the end of the videos where uh, we oh, yeah. discuss uh pictures the community send in uh you lovely talented people there's so many to choose from um but yeah you might recognize my voice uh from uh, the videos and i also stream on wednesdays usually so um yeah yeah I on uh yeah on twitch.tv raptor and we're live recording that here as well uh crazy bernie actually became a prime sub and of course if you have amazon prime then you got a free prime sub would help us out right here of course do with it what you want but yeah a lot of people are watching live really really cool to see the podcast goes of course live every saturday on your favorite podcast service spotify apple podcast you can also go to soundcloud search it there download it there and um yeah, if you want to support the show, you can do so with a sub on Twitch, for example. Um, you can also become a member on the YouTube channel, Joe Raptor. Hit the join button next to the subscribe button. For $2 per month, you get then access to the video version of the podcast. And uh, that goes live then on Saturday as well. And if you want to go the extra mile, they can become a $5 member for, uh, yeah, and then get like two days early access. So we live record the show usually on Thursday. And then immediately after we live record it, we, or like I post the YouTube video on the member sort of feed. So go to the community tab and then you will see that it's live. There's also like a playlist for all the member content so you can get it there as well. So you can uh, watch it. Sometimes we show gameplay as well, but we usually for listeners already uh, want to give you uh, everything. So you're not like really missing out. And if you cannot show, support the show financially, 
no big deal. It's already awesome that you tune in every week or that you are here watching now in the Twitch stream. Um, and you can, like, leave a review. That would already really, really help us out. On Apple Podcasts, you can, like, give a five one-star review. Give us feedback if you want. We got a lot of five-star reviews, though, so I'm really happy with that. And uh, Jordan usually reads the reviews, uh, Joyce. So since you are, like, kind of in the Jordan seat, do you want to take over the review that we got? And sure, read it here? sure. Sure. So um, I just need to see if this one is from Apple Podcast. Is this the is this one from the from Apple? Is that yeah, 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 yeah. Someone, uh, someone uh, stole the iPad from the grandma. That's, <laughs> and that's how they got the review down. Yeah. All right. So we got a review from Master Tater forty fifty seven. Excuse me. Um, listening to you guys keep Ubisoft accountable gives me hope that Assassin's Creed will one day be as great as it used to be. Mm. Nonetheless, I love listening to you guys and you both do an amazing job of keeping the AC community tied together. So great job for Jordan does. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and you. Thank you both for the entertainment and information during this time where video games are so influential in our day-to-day. -day. Keep up the amazing work. That sounds like a very nice review. Yeah, thank you, Master Tater. Um Give us hope that one day AC will be as great as it used to be. I don't know if I agree with that, but apart from that, really, I, I think like actually the ga the games now are better than they used to be. But I know a lot of people. That's of course the the long. It's like Templars versus Assassins. Yeah. Right. Like that that's old that's game, that's... new game. Yeah. I'm in the Wait. new game camp. Um, and we actually got a ton of sort of news rumors to go over. I actually we we put the the third like the big rumored third expansion on top here. But I want to maybe go over the the other things first because the, these are like smaller things, so we yes. can get them out of the way while we uh, before we like dive into this potential third expansion for Valhalla. Um, small thing, Ostara Festival got extended, so you got one more week to do it. I mean, otherwise, it would already be too late if you're, like, listening to this on Saturday. But, yeah, the festival got extended by a week. There were, of course, a ton of problems in the first week, so it makes sense that they gave us more time. Wish they did that for the Yule Festival as well. I, I, there were, like, way more issues with that in my uh, experience. But, yeah, uh, still nice that they've done that. You finished everything now, right? I saw you, like, stream it, uh, I think, on Wednesday here on Twitch.tv Raptor. Yes, I finished all the quests and there are just like the mini games now left over for me. <laughs> but now all the tokens are pretty much useless. You know, if you, when you yeah. buy everything in the store, you just have these tokens. And what I wonder if um, the next time you have this festival, because I don't know if there's going to be like next year, if there's going to be another Ostara festival for in-game, if your tokens are going to be back, because it would yeah. be... Pretty like um, you saw that the, that the count was uh, being reset with the Ostara festival. So, is it that you have special tokens for Yule, special tokens yeah, for yeah. Ostara, and then after that, I think that's actually not that great of a thing to do. Like like right now, you have these when you're you bought everything in the store, you're done, and then you have these tokens that will be gone. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, mean, yeah, I, I, I get it. I, they were called like Yol tokens, and I think now they're called Ostara tokens. So they yes. are like, but do you mean that, for example, if next year they say, hey, during Christmas, uh, Yol is back? Yeah. And, and then you, you get... then still have the tokens that you had last year? Yes. Okay. That would be better, I think, right? Or, or like, even better would be if you have uh, the tokens from the previous festival and that would be taken to the next festival. Yeah, but then you can now already grind everything and then when the next festival comes around, you can buy everything from the shop and you don't even have to do all the new content. So then it's like... Oh. Yeah, that's also true. But just, just right now, I have like 1,400 tokens left in my inventory and I can't do anything with them. 1,400? <laughs> Yeah. What the heck? How many <laughs> archery challenges did you do? <laughs> no, it's it's also the I think it's fourteen hundred. I did I, I I didn't I didn't really count them like yet, but um I did a lot of That's archery lot. challenges just because I had to figure out um like I just wanted to get a high score in, you know? Yeah. But yeah. it's too bad they don't have that. I hope because um you know, if we're talking about future festivals, because we're gonna we're gonna do that anyway. 
I just would love to see like a high score thing. You know, like maybe a leaderboards, the... like yeah, for leaderboards. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. of course, if you're on PC, it will probably be yeah, a lot quicker to point and to aim. Oh, um, I, I was gonna say they likely have some cheats that can make it like. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope it's like platform specific. That would actually be a, a better way. But I agree. But we have the mastery challenges. Yes. Like these are like going to be combat challenges with a score. So. What if that has like some sort of leaderboard? That would actually be cool. What I really liked from um, from Odyssey with the story creator mode quest were like the, the the that everyone was like sharing the score or like how fast or so they they beat like the uh, my mission the elite dungeon. So that was already without like really having a leaderboard or something. That was already kind of a sort of challenge to get through that mission as fast as possible. So something like that would be really cool here as well. Um, I agree yeah. because yeah, then you would probably be high on that leaderboard. I would imagine. <laughs> My latest was uh, like uh, around the two thousand, but Damn. then I tried to like get back to that score, and I tried it on stream yesterday. But then I got like seventy hundred and twenty points, which is still high, but yeah, yeah. Not, not as high as I w was gonna go for. Um, but yeah soon the archery lady will be gone and no. we know you, you have a grudge against her <laughs> i mean will she be gone though because with from no. gold to ostara she was still there all the time waiting on that bridge for her like new targets to appear so i would not rule her out completely yet we will know next week on thursday first thing i will check is go to that bridge see if she's still there and if she's still there then i totally think that with the uh, um the next festival litha i think it is uh in the summer we yes. will we will see her uh again and she will uh yeah i don't know have hopefully some new lines get this voice actor in the studio give <laughs> us some new lines i don't want to hear it anymore a hey, best part about this one was that you could finally punch her in the face yeah <laughs> i kicked her as well that was also good that was also great yeah, so give me just 10 rounds against her. Like, every time she gets back on her feet again, she has some bruises everywhere. And then every time you can continue, that would be great. I also like it when, when you, like, encounter her in a round. She says, I thought you were better than this. Like, she continues to, like, <laughs> annihilate you while you're not even holding a bow. And I thought you were better than this. I, I, I was, like, kicking her ass. And she still said it. So, uh I don't know. I get nightmares sometimes. <laughs> I want to thank Hambone, by the way, as always, for his support and for the gifted subs. Um, but thank yeah, you. what if the Archer Lady was like the the big boss in the end? Like after all the festivals, you have like, hey Eivor, come over here, and then there's like <laughs> this arena where she suddenly has like huge. She she just went to like the Yams Viking hall, grabbed all the loot there, killed maybe some Yams Vikings. Get a really good equipment. <laughs> and then you have like the toughest boss fight. She has like power level thousands. Like we need more challenging content. I, I would be down for that. But what what would you really like to see though about the festivals? Like in the future. We from Yol to Ostara. Um, we had the same mini games. But they did improve them. I, I did like the changes. They applied to them. We obviously had new quests. I thought the egg hunt was pretty funny. Made of course a ton of sense. The... Some quests were, were still, like, something that I just don't like. What I thought Fahala overall did really well was introduce... Even if you're, like, doing... It feels like doing the same thing over and over again. In Odyssey, it felt more like that, right? It was always, go to this camp, there is something you want to get or destroy, and then come back to me. Uh, and I think Fahala did a better job of creating, like, some fun and a, t a twist to the uh, to the familiar objectives while for the festivals it's really hey go lit all these bracers and come back to me go to this mountain a few spirits will uh, spawn kill them or i think like the first the first uh, the yule festival kill these cows get this <laughs> get this jar out of a bandit camp like it was not interesting at all so um like what 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 were you uh, what do you want, like, from the next festival? Well, what I do think that they uh, looked into is the history of Ostara and that they uh, added that to uh, the quest, the, the quests. So that's actually pretty... I think that was a very nice uh, thing that they added. So just, just to give a sort of historical facts about Ostara and what it 
um, what it's all about. Um, but yeah, the quest felt a bit. I mean, you 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 get you get your hopes up, and then you you do these quests, and you're like, yeah, you know, it was it was all right. Mm -hmm. It was okay. I did like the 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 fight against the. Uh, what's it called? I wanted to say chicken, but it wasn't. It wasn't a yeah, chicken. Yeah, the beast or something. Yeah, the, the monster. Yeah, the beast. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun twist for sure. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of that um, quest from uh, Odyssey. Uh, I think it was the Tales of Greece kind of yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. quest right. where you uh, had to fight. That was actually pretty good. I like I like that that cutscene. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, to expect from the next festival, um, I just hope they add a new kind of mini game. Mm -hmm. Because how much I kind of like the, the the mini games, like the the brawl that they uh, improved, um, I like that they do that as well. And I think yesterday on stream somebody also said like, "Wait, this brawl is there an arena? Oh, that sounds fun." And um, I was like, "Yeah, that's that's obviously a, a really great add-on." And then you have the archery talent, but just something new, yeah. you know, like like something yep. to surprise us with. And there's you know just don't. I don't think you, they should take the, all the three mini games away, except for the archery challenge. I add think add on to it, maybe. Like, leave them, because I, I, I think then you create a way bigger festival. If I can still do the brawl, uh, because that will be gone. So it will still be like a limited time thing, and I really like it. So by the point the summer festival starts in like June 17th was kind of the, uh, the date we, we predicted, because it makes sense for like the real life summer. Yeah. Um, so. Like by that point, I want to kick, I want to fight some people again in the brawl. So bring that back. But like, yeah, as you said, I think adding on to it, adding more mini games, uh, would be really fun. Yeah, um, or uh, like what I did like about the quest is that um, you, they added the the uh, some people to the roster to yeah, the yeah, brawl, yeah. like the twins. That was actually pretty interesting. I uh, fought them yesterday for the first time. Oh yeah, cool. Uh, to fight against two characters, that's that's already a lot a lot tougher um to do and um so yeah i just uh i don't know what to expect from the lore behind the summer festival like what kind of quest would be very summer yeah i i i, I also don't know again yeah i mean if you get like a summer kind of armor set for for avor that would be cool <laughs> Yeah, I mean, sure. I, we we saw that of course with the new hairstyles like a campfire i see here uh, it it kind of looks like Midsummer. That uh, yeah, do you know that that movie Midsummer, like a horror movie? Oh yeah, the the Swedish. Yeah yeah yeah. Maybe it's yeah. it's kind of like that. I, I hope not too horry. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> or maybe maybe a new mount. We can finally mount. <laughs> <laughs> if they add a new mount with these festivals, it will likely be a horse. So. Uh, I mean, hey. We got a poll here going, by the way. What's the best line from the Archer Lady? You make oh, your... No. Oh, damn. I, I missed the results. But oh, uh, me number too. one was, you make your ancestors proud. And Descardius, thanks for the bits, as always. Okay. <laughs> um, let's move on to another topic here. Because, yeah, uh, yeah you, you actually inserted these. Do you have them in front of you, the, the tweets from Ian? Uh, no, but I can do that uh, quickly. But you can uh, start up the story already. Yeah, so uh, he's like a gameplay combat programmer on the Valhalla, and he took this week, and we're now on Thursday. He still has to post uh, like his Thursday sort of uh, tweet, and he's been like talking about two hidden features in Valhalla so far, and actually one of them was one we already highlighted in a video that Dennis also really demonstrated the the flail combo, where you like swing your flails around, and if you like. Make sure that you hold the uh, light attack button at like a the at like the perfect timing for the combo. Then you actually hold the flail, and then you actually uh, like kill the um, or the yeah. Then you can just continue to do that unless you um, yeah lose your stamina. And now we kind of learned, and I thought this was pretty interesting that because it's super OP, the uh, there's a reason behind that because because it was such a hidden feature. It wasn't tested properly, <laughs> so um, called a bottom-up feature, meaning it was added by devs, not requested by design or directors, so it did not go through the normal challenge. Because of this, it was prone to slipping through the cracks, and that's exactly what happened. So what does me what does slipping through the cracks mean? Well, it's 
well, it somehow missed getting mentioned to the designers who did balance. Equal, equally important, it did not make it into test plans, so it wasn't even known to QA. It's QA's job to find bugs with features, not to find features. So that's why each hit in the combo is counted as a finisher, he says. So that's why the damage is insane. And if you watch that video, you can like search it. It's called Use This Best Build Before Ubisoft Nerfs It. I don't think they have ever nerfed it yet. No. But uh, you really see like, that we like kill a... Uh, I can like show it here for people watching the video version or uh, on Twitch. Uh, you really see that we like nuke this boss in like <laughs> a few seconds. Uh, did we, like, yeah, I also you also uh, showed it once on a stream, and I put it in a highlight reel where you finish this guy off really, really fast. We yeah. call it the lawnmower. The lawnmower. I think yeah, that yeah. is called lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Can we have it? Yes. Yeah, uh, that's insane. So you kill like these drain gear in like two, three seconds with this combo. So it's pretty wild. So yeah, th th he talked about that. And he also talked about another one, right, Joyce? Yes, the rush and bash struggle, he calls it. Um, so there's apparently this secret uh, when you use the... I think you use the, 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 the running charge at a Goliath. You actually get this little button mashing mini game. Uh, which I think we discussed this um, with Dennis as well. Somebody sent it to us um, that, 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 that this was a thing. I never encountered one like this before, but I didn't know this was actually, yeah, like a secret thing. Um, did you try it out yet, Ayur? Now, we actually got reached out by someone via input at dread.com about this. Like, he was using this ability against this Goliath, and he suddenly became like, he was like fighting. And I thought it was like, whoa, crazy. And we never really like showcased it in the video. We will still do that. But uh, yeah, now we can like add the extra uh, the extra information from I into it. So I, I think it's really cool. I, I think it's really cool that uh, that he's like give and, and just overall that these secrets are in in this game. It it really felt like I don't think that Origins and Odyssey had sort of combat and gameplay animation secrets that nobody really used. And today he's going to post, um, let's see, like about a, a an ability you can use against the boss, but that not, let's see, where did, where did he say it? Well, it's funny, I just read his tweet, and apparently if you go to the Codex pages, so the, the, the Codex tips, there is actually underneath the Goliath, you see hints and weaknesses, and oh, it wow. says rush and bash against his charge. Oh, they... That's they, oh, oh wow. wow they they <laughs> okay that's awesome yeah so um, he says uh, if you uh, so if you win this mini game that that's what his tweet is uh, stating if you win you instantly stun the Goliath and if you lose they grab you and throw you oh. this is actually less hidden as the codex I'll, tips I will I will get it uh, I can like let me see can I like get the video here um, let's see if we actually. I, he tweeted out some more things. I want to thank, in the meantime, Dennis for more gifted subs here. Really, really cool. And uh, I saw someone Yay. sub with Prime as well. Um, Diamond, thanks a lot for your Prime sub. Really, really awesome. Thank uh, you. Okay, let's quickly showcase it here. Yeah, yeah, the hints and weaknesses has to be well. Oh, we hear, we hear the sound now. We hear the sound now. We, we don't have the... Footage yet. For people who are like audio listeners, we will have the. I will talk about it in the video. But you can like uh, search Ian uh, on Twitter as well and check it out there. There we go. Like mute it. So like when the glide is rushing and you do that uh, the rage ability bomb. Oh wow, that's yeah, really looks, quick. It looks really cool. I actually need to try it out, so... Oh, well, you kick him at the end, and then... So you're, like, struggling, you're, like, both whole, uh, fighting, and then when you, like, mesh R1 in this case, or, like, R1 and L1, so kind of similar to what you do with disability, right? Where you, yeah. uh, where you like, punch someone when he's on the ground. Wow. I think it's really cool. Awesome. You know, it would also, uh, what, what makes me uh, watch this, uh, you need a lot of stamina. You see, like, the stamina bar going down. 
So uh, I think if you have like if you press the buttons correctly, I, I think you, you'll make it. But if you are doing it wrong, like you, you lose and then they grab you and throw you. Um, yeah, yeah. So when your stamina is empty and you were not successful, I think you you lose uh, with this a uh, rush and bash uh, ability. Yeah, I never really used that ability. What about you? No, I I mean <laughs> Goliaths always are like oh they're big and they're tough and maybe I should like get them from you know from an from an angle or uh, get them from far and with my bow you know like shoot mm-hmm. them from that side. Um, but I really like that Ian Holster, that's his name, um, that's the comeback programmer, that he he um, shows these kind of things to give some extra in-depth uh, in into uh, how they created some things for Valhalla. So I'm really curious what his next uh, thing will be that he's going to show. Yeah, yeah he, he already said it. It was... Um, and I don't know what this is, so I already knew about this one. A feature that seems like players can only uh, do during one boss fight, but that it's actually usable everywhere. He, he uh, like teases them at the uh, at the end all the time. A feature like... that seems like that the player can only do during one boss fight, but it's actually usable everywhere. Is it like the final finisher when they are down and then you 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 do that? Uh, that sounds too because yeah, but we that, have figured. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that, that's not like a secret or anything. So mm-hmm. I was like thinking I don't about know. the. F- with the with the builder boss, you of course have this that you can like jump, that you have to like jump down. Maybe some people actually know it in the chat mm. if they have any. But yeah, we will know about that. Like uh, when the podcast posts on Saturday, if you're listening on Saturday, you already know it. We'll talk about this in videos as well. Okay, Joyce, yeah. uh, thanks again, Hambone. <laughs> uh, as uh, yeah, a lot of people got their free subs, so that's awesome. Thank you. We need the uni bears, says uh, Rogan. <laughs> And uh, we all agree here, of course. Let's talk about this third rumored expansion. Yes. So, for people who are not aware, um, we of course have the season pass. Uh, we know that they, they they showed the post-launch for Valhalla in the trailer. Druids is coming April 29th. Uh, that's what is announced right now. And the Paris DLC is coming in early summer. So, like, with... It seems that all the post-launches have kind of moved a bit. I, I always say, I think Paris is like er, end of July, early August. But yeah. now, Jonathan, of course, we all know him. Uh, we, we talk about him a lot. Um, he actually, he has been digging into the files. We already discussed the fact that sickles seem to be in the, uh, in the game. So the sickle sword that we all saw in Origins... Seem to be a new weapon category that we can get in the Druids DLC. And now he went a little further. He got some extra info. And in the files, and I'm going to like pull this up for people as well who are watching. He found that there's like deals. They are referring to like specific parts of the game. And they're like referring to DLC expansion 1, Ireland. So the Druids. DLC expansion 2, Francia. That was of course France back in the day. And DLC expansion 3, Meteor. Um, So he has been like talking about this. But after that, he actually made some more comments on it. So I want to like kind of go over them. Because we, of course, already discussed a rumor about Jonathan before. Where he was like really sure that um, Lionheart, the, the guy we all saw in AC1, was like... B- uh, played a big role in the next game but he now says that it seems like there are changes concerning the rest of the license of Assassin's Creed and I'm reading the translated tweets from him by Twitter Translate so that's why maybe the, the grammar <laughs> might not be really right I teased you a little while ago an episode centered on Richard the Lionheart the project exists it has been confirmed to me on several occasions by several sources However, at the time I got this info, the game was only in pre-production. So development hasn't even started. In the meantime, you know, there was COVID, which took up a lot of things at Ubisoft. Far Cry 6 and Rainbow Six Quarantine paid the price, to name a few. Because, you, you know this as well, right? Far Cry 6 announced for February at the Ubisoft Ford event in September, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where is that game? What the heck yeah, is going it, on with Far Cry 6? 
It's very quiet on that end. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still coming out. All we know right now is that they are planning to launch it uh, before October. I can still see it like launch in September, but we had rumors that it might have been moved to May. But that's like a huge delay, right? From February, like they announced it and it should launch like five months later or so in February. And COVID was already a thing when they announced it. So there must have been a lot of things happening. They delayed it. Was it around Cyberpunk or after that? I can't even remember. I think it was before. Either way, the point is, there. these games from Ubisoft, a lot of studios are working on them. Like Montreal or like Toronto, in the case of Far Cry 6, is leading the project. But next to that, you have all over the world, we had news before Valhalla came out, that 15 Ubisoft studios were working on this game. So... They're all working from home. Obviously, in some regions, it's already getting a little bit better. But I can imagine that it's a huge undertaking, especially for a big open-world game like a Far Cry and a Valhalla. And we saw that with Valhalla. Like, the game launched in an incredibly buggy state um, well, compared to Odyssey and Origins. And that, of course, has to do with the, the COVID situation. And, of course, them not wanting to delay because they wanted to be part of the launch window of these new consoles. Rainbow Six Quarantine, kind of different story as well because that was already announced way earlier. Either way, it should maybe be called Parasite right now and we should also see that before October. So yeah, big games from Ubisoft are delayed because of COVID. So you can imagine, and this is Jonathan again, that the team in charge of the next AC was not spared. <laughs> I love how, they, how he word that. Uh, the consequences are all the more serious when it comes to a very small team and that was per- precisely the case. You know very well which studio I'm talking about. So that's Sovia. We looked yeah. at them in the credits in Valhalla. And indeed, they are a, a pretty small team for uh, SS Creed standards. Another upheaval was the release of AC Valhalla and its very good sales, which pushed Ubisoft to announce a post-launch follow-up longer than expected. Uh, um yeah, the, the pre-orders for Valhalla were insane. Valhalla was actually the best-selling, or like it made the most money in its release window compared to any other Assassin's Creed before it. And it only like uh, did not sell as many copies as Assassin's Creed 3. That was like the, the best-selling game. But uh, I, I would imagine that right now, because the game is still selling very well, they're making way more money from season passes, microtransactions. Valhalla is now the best-selling, like, the most popular uh, game so that is where Jonathan thinks that this third DLC came from that they were like damn this game super popular we need to do more with it so where only two DLCs were expected it seems that the third is in the works suddenly according to my last information it seems that Richard project has been put on standby for the benefit of this third DLC comes named Meteor and that it would be developed by the same team I don't have more info at the moment. I'm waiting for feedback, but you can imagine that it will be event- that it will be an adventure with Eivor, so nothing to do with the initial project, or it will be something else entirely, a standalone Far Cry New Dawn style. I will tell you that soon because I think he's already like going to his source, kind of asking more about it. So when we know more about that, we'll of course let you know here. Totally check out Jonathan if you're French as well. Uh, he-, he makes some awesome content. So Joyce, first. When you like hear this, what 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 is your what is your take on it? We got some more input from the Spanish YouTuber Raviti as well that I will insert a little later. Well, it's 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 very um, coincidental that we had um, a previous thing with a meteor. Um, <laughs> you know that, yeah. that's because it's called meteor, and we had these people that had their mete- meteors just launching uh, or or appearing into their game. So. I don't know if it has any uh, connection with it, but maybe mm-hmm. it does. I don't know. Um, but it sounds to me that it also comes kind of out of nowhere since they had uh, they did not announce this during the post-launch trailer. We only had the Wrath of the Druid DLC and Paris. Um, it's also kind of odd because with Odyssey, I think we also had two DLCs instead of three. Yeah. And Origins as well. So, the, the, so it's, it's, it's a little bit, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely, I mean, I love to see more DLC like this. And um, 
especially with with such a cryptic name as Meteor. Um, but it's it's interesting. Why are they doing this this way? Because they always have done two DLCs. Why are they suddenly going for a third? That's what I'm uh, wondering. I, I and, do have some uh, like I've do have some of these, but yeah, finish your thought. No, it's it's because we um, you mentioned these uh, games that got delayed from Ubisoft and, and because of uh, COVID and. Um, the only one that's still standing right now um, is Immortals, because the third and final DLC is coming soon. Um, like maybe I think two weeks after DLC two got launched. It, it's 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 really weird. I mean, and we st- and we st- and I mean, it's good for them because they they just released uh, released more DLCs, but it's the final one. So what if this studio is also working on this new secret DLC, and they just oh. needed to get. Uh, this one out of the, the way. Like you think that the, the Quebec is working on it as well. Of course, Quebec also next to Immortals did Syndicate and Odyssey. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be like they always have small teams. Like there is a small team in Quebec that worked on Valhalla as well. So they always have. I think actually Ian is part of. Let me see. Is he? No, he works at Montreal. Okay. Sometimes uh, I, I see like I, I follow people on. Uh, that are working at Quebec that also worked at Valhalla. So you have like these multiple solar teams. I don't know. This really seems because that that is the other thing um, that is interesting to to, to worry. Like you say, of course, the meteors and they are really out of place in Valhalla. They turn out to be in the game at launch, still super rare. Um, it seems to be like a. It's not a bug because you actually get items from it. So someone like put it there, um, and. We have like Frankia and Ireland, and those are like directly connected to what the actual DLC is. But I, d- but if we look at Rogue, what Sophia made before this, so I always say that for people who are not really familiar, because there are a lot of studio names. But to get to get you up to speed, like Sophia, they have always always been like working on Assassin's Creed and some other Ubisoft projects as well. And their first big real like game was Rogue. And they, of course, launched that on the same, like, I think in the same week as Unity for the older Jang systems. And the codename for Rogue was Comet. So what you usually see is that inside studios, they have codenames for games um, that then also, that, that, that they kind of like, they have a trend. I think for Bioware, it was like actually um, like a classical, like, like really popular classic singers. Uh, Anthem's uh, codename was, for example, Bob Dylan, right? <laughs> so really? yeah, yeah. So no. every every project by Bioware has like this this name that that is not connected to the game, but inside the studio they call it that, so it won't get leaked, or maybe they don't know the final name. For Valhalla, it was Kingdoms, for example. Um, but like, I think that that is why Meteor is Meteor. Because inside Sophia, when they have a new project, they just look at the sky, or look at the at space, and they just grab a word from that, and that is their their project. So that that is why I think it's called comma uh, or meteor. Um, that that's what I think makes sense. And you you say why are they gonna do that? I think there are multiple reasons. Um, one, we have next gen consoles right now, and that was also the the sole reason that Rogue was made. Unity came out when there were only a handful, like 5, 10 million, uh, maybe more, like 20 million PS4s. It was one year after the PS4 and Xbox One came out. Sure, they sold really well. So maybe at the time that Unity came out, there were 35 million next-gen consoles. So if you're making a huge game that costs you millions and millions, you're only putting it on a platform or platforms that... Do not have a lot of uh, people because, yeah, Unity could not be played on old-gen consoles. So that's why they made Rogue. So I would not be surprised if that was the idea here as well. Let's one more time make an Assassin's Creed that people on Xbox One and PlayStation 4 can play as well. Before we move on to the next-gen only game. And, I mean, Sophia, they did, did that with Rogue as well. So it makes sense that they are in charge of this as well. And I think it makes sense to... Do you think, Joyce, that they can get away with another game that is similar to Valhalla and Origins and Odyssey? Because Odyssey was already similar to Origins, and Valhalla was already similar to Odyssey and Origins. If they 
if it's not full of bugs at the start, I think you're already on the right track. <laughs> so if you if you really uh, think like they made mistakes with Valhalla at the start. So if they uh, if they think about that, like what you see with Immortals, for example, they they um, like also already adding visual customization, like adding all this content that was later available in Odyssey. Um, just just long story short, if they if they uh, learn from their mistakes and put that in this game, then then they are already, already on the right. But don't right you think track? that people are like kind of like they they've played the game before already like as someone who played a lot of origins then went to odyssey there were even like weapons from origins in odyssey mounts uh, i came into odyssey or with a feeling that i've already played this before still they did a ton of different things obviously the setting it's a completely different game but it totally like builds on the foundation that origins laid and Valhalla builds upon the foundation from Odyssey and Origins. I just don't know if they announce a new game that looks similar because it has to run on PS4 and Xbox One. If people are like, damn, there we have another game again. I already played this, right? So I think the next-gen game is going to be a, a huge leap. Like Black Flag to Unity was a huge leap in terms of visuals and uh, crowd density and a lot of other stuff. Uh, obviously, it did not turn out that well in the technical department. But if you like go to back to it now, you really see, wow, this was like, it really felt like a next step. So that's why I think instead of like making a next game, because they still want to leverage that huge player base on PS4, more than 100 million units sold, Xbox One, more than 50 million units sold. If they do it like a sort of Far Cry New Dawn style, where they're really upfront saying, hey, this is a game built with the assets and stuff like that from Valhalla and Origins and Odyssey. $40, uh, still a ton of content. I think then people would be like, okay, I understand this. But if they like really make a completely new game out of it, I don't know if they can like really get away with that, if that makes sense. Yes, but it's also a little bit weird to go... I mean, I totally get because right now, because of COVID, not a lot of people can get next-gen consoles. Like, it's mm -hmm. it's it's hard time to get a playstation 5 for example and um just i do get where you're coming from it's just they have to to come up with a really nice story and um with gameplay and a good great character um to actually pull this off you know just not not copy paste if you know if you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah so you said oh sorry no no go to you it's funny when you said, like, yeah, Odyssey was a bit of the same. Like, you got the same kind of weapons, and then we jump into a Valhalla, and one-handed swords are missing, and the whole world goes wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, <laughs> but the, the, I, I, I don't know if that's connected. That's more like, hey, I'm used to this. Why is it Why is it not here? Yeah, it's, it's right. Like, I'm not saying the games are the same, but <laughs> no, was, they are making just... these games. I, I, I always make, I think it's a very fun comparison to look at Witcher 3 and then Cyberpunk. And Witcher 3 came out in May or like May 2015. Cyberpunk end of 2020. In between that time, we had Syndicate, we had Origins, we had Odyssey, and we had Valhalla. And okay, we can all like discuss how Cyberpunk, but it, it, the point is like they are really releasing these these games rapidly, and at some point you have to like go back to the drawing board and really come with something new and obviously if they want to release these games rapidly you cannot like reinvent the wheel all the time so it makes sense and that's why i feel like a smaller game as well but ma makes sense from sofia but like it is noted as an expansion for valhalla but really you can look at it multiple ways um jonathan says it here as well a far cry new dawn style game so that would be um same map the, I'm not saying what Far Cry New Dawn was, and Primal was that as well, but Primal wasn't upfront about it. But after people like figured out the map, they thought, hey, this is just Far Cry 4's map. Wait, this character from Far Cry 4 is also in the Stone Age. What the heck? Um, so that was kind of weird. But So Far Cry New Dawn was basically Far Cry 5's world. New enemies, new story. Uh, you were playing a different character. And yeah, they... they they actually made that game in a year and a half, like even less. Pretty wild. Uh, and they charged $40 for it. So that was like a really like a, a nice moneymaker for them, you would imagine. Um, 
I can see them do that for Valhalla as well. Like, one more time, you leverage what they created with this trilogy before they really move on to the next next-gen game. Okay, um, then I think they should go to one of the nine worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, 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 that's, the, that's the thing right now. So, because it's noted as a Valhalla expansion, do you think it will be Far Cry New Dawn style? So, where it is maybe still in the... Uh, yeah, in the, the setting from Valhalla, uh, because Far Cry New Dawn uh, was like five years, I think, after Far Cry 5. Do you think Ooh. it's still like in the, the same setting? Do you think we play Eivor? Um, because, yeah, w w what do you think this could be? Because it can really be anything. I want to grab one more example of what this could be. So we have, like, Ubisoft really likes to do these early game, early of the year, because I think... This might be like early 2022 when we see it. The Warlords of New York expansion was another example of that. Out of nowhere, they had this huge expansion for Division, um, which like added a new, completely new region, new story, new new enemies, uh, and it was like 30 30 dollars. So I think it's like something like that of that size. So way bigger. That's also what Jonathan and Raviti says as well. Even bigger than Paris and Druids, and they already look quite massive. So, yeah, what do you think this could be then be? And do you think we will still play Eivor? I think that's a really interesting question. Uh, it's indeed, indeed a very interesting question. Because, uh, of course, when, when you go, it comes to a DLC, you always had like, the main character from the game. However, there are some characters in Valhalla that um, have this probably this really cool backstory that, that might be great to look into. Um, for example, I'm going to into the spoiler-free, but um, well, I mean, spoiler-free. You, you, when you arrive, when when uh, Sigurd arrives in Valhalla, in Valhalla, <laughs> Sigurd in in Ravensthorpe, like in the in the in the thing, yeah, you yeah, also yeah, yeah. have a character with you um, called Basim. We all mm -hmm. know and love him. So why not go into the backstory of Basim? How did he get to meet Sigurd? Why don't we get to see how that all turned out? That would, that would actually, actually yeah. Yeah, that would actually be really cool. Also because Basim's outfit is gonna be in the game very mm. soon. Sooner than you think. We still don't know when, but hey. Yeah. Um, but I would love to see that. I mean also be yeah, because there's this, this Basim is such a great character to look into with, with uh the backstory and all. How did how did he meet um Sigurd and what was his adventures with him and um, you can also have like his combat style because we all already saw in the game when you have this quest with him you have he has this unique kind of combat um, when while fighting so why wouldn't it be great to have this DLC playing as him and uh, playing this this like yeah. fighting style and what I think it would also be more, people would maybe be more latched onto that because what we had, uh, and obviously we saw that before, but Basim was like, he really was like an assassin. Eivor rolled into it, right? Yes. Um, what we also saw in a lot of the previous games. So that would already make this even more interesting and maybe Ubisoft can use this more smaller project to see if people still care about having an assassin really as like the lead character or like a, a as like a yeah the the, the yeah the, the main character of of this game well obviously you turn into an assassin in a way but you're still not really you're more like a viking in Valhalla mm -hmm. I think yeah. that that would actually be interesting and of course um yeah you could then do some interesting stuff with the modern day as well uh without spoiling anything but <laughs> <laughs> but um I I also want to like get a poll up for this on the in the Twitch chat because I think also an important part is if they announce... So after the Paris DLC, w w likely early August, we've all played it. It's going to be meaty. Because I, I just... With Odyssey, we had these episodes, right? Mm -hmm. And if you put all these episodes together, you had like a really big expansion. Yes. That is what's going to happen with Valhalla. We're going to get all these three episodes in one go. This time yeah. around. That's going to be wild. Um, so we have finished that. And then I think if this is really early 2022. And that's usually where Ubisoft drops these premium game, These like $40 experiences. I think it's going to be announced like in September. Or like maybe with the Game Awards or something. And in December is that. And 
I'm curious what the reaction will be if we play Eivor again. Because I think that with... If this is going to be standalone, so if you don't need Valhalla... Like, for one, I don't think it's, like, smart to make... If this is, like, really a big Far Cry New Dawn style game... To make it, like, that you have to buy Valhalla as well. I don't know if, like, going for Eivor is the right call. Because I think then a lot of people who never played Valhalla will already tune out. They will be like, I have no attachment to Eivor. I don't know her... His story... Uh, what is going on? So, yeah, I, I don't know if that's the right call. But I want to, like, have a poll up. Would you play a third major expansion um, with A4 again? Or would you rather see a new character? Um, what would you like to see? Or Yeah, I, I think a new character make uh, yeah, would be way more exciting. Uh, because we already played with A4 for 100 hours. I feel our arc is kind of like... We, we will still have these DLCs where we play as A4 as well. And... I, I really had it with Bayek. I, I really felt that even after the Curse of the Pharaohs, I wanted more with Bayek. But I also yeah. felt that... But, sure, I, I just really like this character. But I'm also down for something new. And I think I'm already at the point where I'm like, give me a new character for the Druids. I would be fine with that. We're obviously not getting that. But I'm already with Eivor at a point, and that's likely because Valhalla is so huge, that I would already get it, uh, be fine with a new character. I wouldn't be surprised if they maybe did it so that, for example, all the Helix items that you get or got at Reda, so that there's still like some sort of progress transfer from this game to for, uh, to the Sofia game. Um, let's see. I mean, we could also get like a Templar-style story again, just because of Frog. But yeah, oh yeah, we we don't know that yet. Um, yeah, that would be interesting as well to kind of look at that. Yeah. A lot of people, but, uh, more people want Eivor again. Really? But we, we should but, do this poll again after the Siege of Paris DLC. <laughs> I mean, like getting a completely new character, like like from scratch that hasn't been in the game yet. I'm not sure if that would be the best approach as well. You get to play as the archer lady here. Oh no. <laughs> no. That's so in the chat. Oh no, that would be your worst or well actually no, you just let her die the whole time probably, right, yours? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just like run <laughs> off a cliff all the time. It's like, gonna be well, actually not... quite a lot of fun. No, I just don't know, but it's interesting that this like named as a third expansion for Valhalla in the files. If this yeah. was really a separate thing, then why would it be in the files? So that is why I mm, the chances might be higher that it's actually Eivor. And that, that it will just be a continuation. But I also know that, for example, the Curse of the Pharaohs and the Hidden Ones DLC, they did not sell very well for, for Origins. Like, people, people like play the game at launch. Maybe they buy the Gold Edition because the post on trailer looked cool. And then they already have the DLCs. But I, but there are like there's this hardcore group that keeps playing the game, that watches this stream, that um, watches our, our videos and stuff like that, and they are invested, and sure they they will get it. But I don't know if you get a lot of new people if it's Eivor again in this third expansion. We will see when uh, when Yuisa finally comes with an official announcement, but we're probably not gonna get that for a while. Yeah, they were. They are going to be at E3, but because they have like a lot of other stuff, and I don't think they will announce this before Paris, right? No. You're not gonna say, "Hey, we have this big expansion, uh, come uh, like coming in a few months, and buy the Paris DLC now." I don't know if that that's the right call. I want to insert the, the the stuff from Rafiti as well. Um, you know, when I speak, it is for something. He starts his, uh, I, I translate this from Spanish. So once again, Twitter translate. Uh, <laughs> as, as supposed, DLC 3 has been found in the archives of Valhalla. Its codename is Meteor. I would say which, which is the content we will have in a Creed in 2022. Not a full game. Yes, a DLC or spin-off like Far Cry New Dawn. So that is already interesting. Like, where we had Odyssey one year after Origins. We had Valhalla two years after Odyssey. It seems that Ubisoft is not going to launch a completely new game in 2022. But instead this smaller project. 
And I would imagine then the completely new next-gen only game in 2023. But that's not what Raviti talks about. He continues. Now that it has come to light, I can talk about this without giving details. I speak based on the image. And then he's referring to the files saying that there's an expansion 3. Do not expect a complete game of the saga in 2022. As you can see in the image, it's a new DLC. And I imagine it will be like Far Cry New Dawn. And yes, Meteor is the current codename. The rumors about uh, Crusaders, the Templars, were they real? He questions that. So that was like the first rumor from Jonathan. But as we already read, Jonathan already corrected him. He said like, that was in production at one point. Past, likely not what this is. You would be surprised. Maybe one day I will tell you, but Meteor is not that. Almost 100% it will be like Valhalla. After all, it is like a DLC. The AC that changes things will not arrive for a few years, he says. Okay. Mm. A, a mythology DLC, the Isu era, but like what we see in Valhalla, I would bet on that setting. But maybe I lose something. I'm not 100% sure. And that's what you already said as well. And uh, I'm going to like pull up some uh, concept art that the Codex shared here from uh, Martin, who actually is a um, yeah, who is the artist at Ubisoft. Because they actually, like, investigated some mythical worlds that were not in the game yet. Yeah, it looks stunning. Mm -hmm. So we see uh, Muspelheim, Nilfheim, Yggdrasil, Helheim, and Jotunheim. And of course, Asgard and Jotunheim are in the game. And usually when Ubisoft does this, it's usually... They are at least using it for something. I, I remember seeing the Cerberus uh, art like for uh, Odyssey. And yeah. that, of course, wasn't in the main games. So I was like, oh, that's sad. But then it showed up in the Fate of Atlantis. So you sh and we already have like uh, concept art for like sickle swords as well. So, yeah, usually when it's, it's not making it into the ne next game, it's likely going to be... Um, yeah, for for DLC or something, we got we got even more here. Yeah. yeah so uh, check the Codex Network on Twitter if you're an audio listener. I will likely showcase it in videos as well at some point. I mean, they also have the armor, uh, some of the Helix armor sets that are being called after the mythical worlds, like Neo the Neofheim. Uh, there's one for that. You also have the Neofheim uh, ship design. Yeah, but uh, which that would already make me. That, that would actually make it less likely that there's going <laughs> to be a DLC, right? Because otherwise they're already making armor sets that would have made way more sense for that DLC. Or we're finally going to see that Ragnarok DLC. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, hey, you said it. <laughs> for a DLC, is just 10 more Helix sets. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Resan. But if the Unibear is one of them, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> so, yeah. So we, yeah. There's... There can there can be a lot happening with this. It doesn't even have to do with a meteor because it's a project name. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's definitely interesting. It's it's already in the files. Like they yeah. are working on it. So there ha, ha there has to be something mm -hmm. happening with this. Yeah, and and re really like Ravitti said it as well. Like it, it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be like even bigger. He he thinks and he he heard maybe. That's going to be even bigger than the Paris and the Druids DLC. So really... And to be fair, a $40 as a Screed game, in terms of size, it's going to still be like likely as big as the older games. <laughs> or bigger. Because if Valhalla is $60, I, I would be fine with... like I don't need all the content in Valhalla. I, I would be fine with a more concise experience, actually. <laughs> so... And yeah, talking about the DLC, we of course do predictions here at the end every time. And Joyce, you uh, you you had a one as well, right? So you're you're now kind of <laughs> filling in for Jordan. Oh, Jordan, I'm sorry if it's not gonna be the truth, but um, <laughs> <laughs> the DLC, the Wrath of the Druids, will have a unique mount in Ireland. Okay, like, uh, you are you gonna make a bet? Which mount? <laughs> if I say Unibear, the chat will go wild. Uh -huh. um, you know, as much as I would love to see a bear mount, <gasps> um, like Ubisoft, please do something like that. 
Um, they just can't do the elk, the bear, or, or the wolf, and the horse. They can't do that. It's over. Stop it. If we see it. another wolf or elk, I will just pretend it doesn't exist. Well, I was thinking, like, what comes close to, like, the Wrath of the Druids in Ireland? I mean, are there bears in Ireland? I don't know. Um, but it, it would just be... To add another horse mount to to uh, to the DLC, that would be a little bit. I mean, I totally there will totally be some horse skins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so as well. Yeah, there will be new merchants in in Ireland uh, for sure. Um, so let's just. I think it's. I would really love to say there's going to be a bear mount. What else could it be? We have boars, maybe. We had a, a bull boar. in Odyssey, and we had like another sort of elk kind of mount. Yeah, a boar would be really fun. Yeah, it would be kind of cool, but uh, like with or like, it's a giant chicken. No. <laughs> what makes sense for Ireland? Anyone uh, who's like f more familiar with that, who can like. Uh... But yeah, you say next to next to uh, horses, stuff like that. We we get like a unique mount that we haven't seen before. You think it will be available in the Druids DLC? If it's a helix item, it doesn't count. So okay. if they, with the Druids <laughs> DLC, add a helix pack that has a completely new mount that we haven't seen before, doesn't count. Okay. Because, yeah, then it's not part of the Druids DLC. Okay, my prediction is that I think we will have a new River Raid map in Ireland. Hmm. Okay. And what makes you say that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no it's more that uh i think and there have been some leaks uh that like a lot of the stuff we are now doing in england will transfer over to ireland like daily mm. missions even mm -hmm. so i would not be surprised if we also have like a river raid if vaughn joins us as well in ireland and he's like Dude, there are way more places to raid, so let's go. And then you go with him and raid some new locations in Ireland. Yeah, there is some exclusi uh, um, exclusivity about this, though. Because if you don't own the season pass, you won't have to get to the river raids in Ireland. But do, does Ubisoft care? They want you yeah. to buy it. I mean, <laughs> You know it better than I do. I mean... Like that—that that was really like the thing with with Odyssey, uh, in particular, and Origins as well, uh, and and we see that now with Valhalla and the Mythical Worlds as well. You have these cool uh, areas that that you want to have more content in, but all you're doing, like for Odyssey, you were only in like the regular Greece zones and you were doing stuff there. For Origins, I never went back to the Curse of the Pharaohs or the Hidden Ones, uh, sort of areas because Reda was in uh, the regular zone. Maybe it was also in the... I, I don't know, but... like the I don't know if the daily missions from Reda were actually there. Now that, now that I think of it. Either way, it felt like there was no reason to go back to these new zones. And I really hope that with the DLC, they... I, I'm kind of over England at this point. And I don't want to go back to England all the time if we have this completely new area, right? So that's where yeah. I'm kind of coming from. And I think the river raids would actually be cool to see. And... Yeah, that it would maybe be another incentive for people to buy it. Like, that it's more like, if you, sure, you can play Valhalla, you have these zones, and you, you play what you already played. And if you want to, like, continue, move with us to the new zone, you can do everything there. And that might entice people more to, to jump over, instead of, like, just being a new story uh, with new items. Yeah, well, we will see if that's going to be uh, that's gonna be the truth. Or it will be, like, the the... the... The quest before the DLC drops. Oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, like you can already go to one new map. That would actually be really cool. That'd yeah. be really cool. Don't know. We should see it soon. Like uh, the I think so. The update that was not added to the database. I said next week we will know if the update is coming next week or the week after that. So it's definitely not coming next week. I think it's likely gonna be the twenty second if I had to bet. But we will see, and of course keep you up to date here. So totally tune in every week on Saturday uh, to the SS cast. Um, watch our videos. We have some really fun ones planned. And um, of course, you can go the extra mile. You can support us financially. It's not needed, but we'll of course keep the lights on here for two lots per month by going to the YouTube channel Joe Raptor, hitting join button. 
you uh, get the video version of the show that we live record here on Twitch on Saturday. For $5 per month, you get two days early access so you can immediately watch the video after we live record it. Um, you can also leave a review. Like, that would also really help us out. And we will then also read it here on the show. Thanks, everyone, on Twitch for watching. I want to thank everyone who, of course, donated and uh, subscribed. Really, really cool. I will uh, shout you out right now. Joyce, um, yeah, thanks for filling in for Jordan. And, You're uh, welcome. If you want to shout out something or uh, like a something you, you've worked on or where can people find you, then uh, now's the Well, time. on Twitter, if you guys watch uh, the live stream right now, you can already see my, um, my Twitter uh, name. Um, but it's underscore letter N, then my name, Joyce, and then another underscore. If you want to find me on Twitter, I also have Instagram. Um, Zoom chart for is my Instagram. I also have a virtual uh, over uh, virtual photography kind of Instagram that I still need to update. I keep forgetting. Um, but I'm also on Instagram. But mostly More I photos post to steal. He says I'm a very mean, made-up laugh. <laughs> I, I make them uh, I make them with a lot of love um, I usually post them on Twitter but um, yeah and if you guys want to see more of my, like my I'm usually streaming on Wednesdays um, oh yeah so yeah. Of the feed that's your raptor check it yes. out follow and I want to thank Hambone as always for the gifted subs uh, Diamond there got a prime sub Dennis of course did some subs as well Discardius with the bits and Crazy Bernie as well with the prime sub Thanks, everyone, for watching. Um, Dennis will be streaming tomorrow some Outriders, so check it out. We will have a ton of videos in the meantime. Actually, a follow video today on Thursday. And uh, I will also, like, discuss the Meteor thing in a video, too. So uh, check that out. For now, thanks, Mods, for keeping everything civil and uh, doing the polls. Back to grinding Outriders, I guess, as Moons. Good luck with that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we will uh, see you next time. Unibear has to come. Ubisoft, do it. <laughs> you know, you know, you can do it. I'm serious. Okay, thanks everyone. Goodbye. Bye.